You know what I was like during my glory days, do you? Welcome back to another episode of Formerly Known as Tapped In. We out here, we live, we're in the depths of hell, we summoning demons, we doing all types of weird shit. As always, we got our boy Marcus Murray, a.k.a. the Big Deuce, a.k.a. Yes, sir. Bean, a.k.a. the Big Chalkboard. What's good, Marcus? Hey, man, you know, I stay chalky, you know what I'm saying? Big Deuce and <laughs> let loose on the city, you know what I mean? Let loose. I'm wiping all these cars clean, dog. And that's it. <laughs> All right, we also got the 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 chosen one, young Alex Riley. <laughs> Big do rag energy, Alex Riley. Yeah, you know Protect your hair, young moisturizer. I'm out yes, here. Yes, sir. We also have Davon. Davon needs no introduction. Davon, pod after pod from the depths of hell itself. The light in the darkness. I'm talking tunnels. You know what I'm saying? Train in the headlights, deer and all that. Davon. Exactly. Yep. And today we got a special guest, one of our homies, young God, young Lord, young Savior, young uh <laughs> Big Beard the, Energy. X the Big Dub. Beard himself, young XYB. Heartless Filth. Uh, <laughs> what was it? Red, red something. I don't know. That was so long ago. I don't know, man. <laughs> this nigga remember boys, whatever. Dude, hey, what's, what's good, X? What's good? Tell, tell what's good with y'all boys, man? Chilling, so, man. And for those that don't know, I feel like me and Alex have known X for 20 plus years. That's yeah, for crazy. Real. 20 plus. Yeah, it's man, been a long crazy. time. Like, mm-hmm. I, I was in pre pre K with this dude. Damn, that's cool. Yeah, man. Yeah, I you bet. didn't know you was bringing uh, a a relic on the show, huh? A relic. We go way back, <laughs> man. Yeah, we go way back, man. That's right. I man. feel it. Okay, okay, okay. Big up. Hey, as always, we got the gang here. We're discussing shit. We're what? Uh, and we got, got Eric. Top- oh, God, I always forget the fucking father of sixty-two children. And counting. Eric said all of my kids, man, and counting. Yes, he got two buns in the oven. Twins. You know what I'm saying? Project twins. Y'all know, project, y'all know what project twins are? This is a phrase I've heard like recently, and no. it's basically when two women you have two women pregnant at the same time. Oh and they have God. the baby at the same time. Those are called hey, Project man. Twins. Do we need to horrible. bring that energy to the pod, man? <laughs> that sounds terrible. We talking music. <laughs> we talking nerd shit. Uh, hey, you got to bring in the... Right, welcome man. to the Depression Talk Hour with shit, Eric. Eric. <laughs> the Depression Hour. Here oh, we God. go. A callback. Look, we have, we have callbacks now. We have inside jokes. You know, we're a real podcast. You know what I'm saying? Hey, we are, man. All of our thousands of listeners know, and they're waiting for these things. Rihanna, she listens. You know she listens. Rihanna said, "What you said? What they want? Did you say the name of the pod? Yeah, I did. I said it in the intro. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. You didn't even say podcast. It's podcast formerly known as Tapped In. You said 
you, formerly you known as it. tapped in. I, I just said formerly known as tapped in. And I only say it like that because sometimes I'll be like, uh, welcome to formerly known as tapped in the podcast that blanks. And if I say the podcast formerly known as tapped in the podcast that I'm saying podcast too many times. I, I'm tr- I'm thinking ahead, Marcus. You know, yeah, but I'm you think. All right, do what you do, man. You feel yeah. me? Yeah. Do you sir. want me to? You want me to redo it? No, nah, man. You uh, good. You good. You, good. you, you the sure? golden child, man. Because it's your world. I'm just living in it. Hey, but you my son though. I. Today we are getting. <laughs> today we talking about the new album dropped by J Cole the, called "The Off Season." When did he drop that? Do y'all know what day it was? Friday. I think it's Friday. Last Friday. Friday. Uh, yeah. What was dropped. that? Like the. Friday the 14th. Fourteenth. The 14th. Friday the 14th. So we had two days to, <laughs> to pull this over, to listen to it. I've listened to it multiple times. I listened to it one time. Davon <laughs> has listened to it one time. And you Devon know he through. has some strong opinions. Let Davon go Devon, first. Devon, what was, like your, first yeah. what was your first impression on that? Devon hates J. Cole. I don't hate J. Cole. For some, for He's some... just funny to me. <laughs> Davon is a J. Cole hater. Davon, what was your first impressions of the album? One no, list. I thought it was actually cool, though. It's but very surprising to hear you say that. I let y'all get into it. Davon didn't. This is just first impressions. Entirety. This is just first impressions. Um, Marcus, what was your first impression of the album "Off Season" by J. Cole? Jermaine, probably, same as Davon. It was. It was cool. Okay. Yeah, Alex. Um, I was impressed to be honest. I didn't have very high hopes for this album, but he did surprise me with this one. So yeah, I was impressed. Okay. X, what do you think? First impressions. Uh as a J. Cole fan, I didn't go into this album expecting a whole bunch. Um, just because of the last couple didn't really like impress me too much. But uh this one did um show some promise after the first couple songs and so yeah it was pretty cool okay uh what'd you think man yeah uh my first impression was uh the first time i listened to it i damn near had no thoughts on it it was just like very like mid to me on the first listen but i guess getting more into it um after giving it another listen, and I think it, I think listening to it like in my car made a difference. Um, and it sounded, it just sounded way better. And I don't know, maybe the first time I wasn't really paying attention or not really listening or whatever. But my second listen through the album was, I, I actually did like it. It, it was cool to me. And I'm not a, I'm not a huge J. Cole fan. I like him, but you know, he do say a lot of corny shit sometimes that uh bothers me i I think what bothers me is how everybody else hypes him up so hard yeah that is annoying and i'm like i mean he cold but he ain't that cold like he says so many like crazy weird lines in cold world man yeah and like in like uh like he says these he says these weird lines because he wants to be like lyrical and he wants to have a lot of wordplay, but they be so whack sometimes. And, Give us an example. Uh, oh, the I guess the biggest example is something like, he says something like, you niggas think you the shit, but you can't out fart me. Yo, that's the one that I think of every time. <laughs> that's the one that always pops into my head. Nah, man. 
as as, as soon as a rapper starts rapping about shit or fuck oh, yeah. jokes, I'm out, man. That shit ain't cool. Trash. That shit is it's so trash. But he dropped that ten. He he said that I think more than ten. That years was ago. a long time ago. I would say the yeah, most yeah. a more recent one is I'm hot dog. Catch up to me, nigga. And I know I understand that <laughs> it's like that he used wordplay in there, but it's so whack. That's, that's whack, it's, bro. It's, no, it's, whack. it's just goofy, man. The, I know, I know. I can't take it serious. But what's you the, gotta understand, go ahead, though, like J. Cole is a nerd. Yeah. I get that. I understand that. That doesn't make it any better for me. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I, it doesn't make it any better. I, 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 I agree. better lines than that. <laughs> yeah, but. I don't know. I, I get what X is saying. He's a nerd. I think that I'm a nerd. part of J. Cole... Yeah, I think part of J. Cole's persona, though, is it doesn't play to the nerd part of him. Like, yeah, you have to really know J. Cole, like, to get that he's a nerd because he don't rap like he's a nerd. Like, Logic exactly. Logic raps like he's a nerd. Um, J. Cole's a nerd without rapping like one, I guess. But he yeah. is. You know I mean, that, that's... I mean, and obviously he... He must because he also um, because we're having this conversation about whether or not he is. It's like it's like he's not really aware of it that he's a nerd. Fake deep for me too. Fake deep. I I can agree with the well I don't know okay fake deep yeah I can see that. Um, Oh I don't think uh, he's fake deep because he's been talking about deep stuff his entire career even when he first came out. Yeah. This is this is um, slightly off topic, but still the same thing. Did y'all know that he uh, made his debut as a professional basketball player as well? In yeah. Africa or something? Yeah, in Africa. Somewhere in Africa? Yeah. I, I just saw the headline. I wasn't I wasn't too deeply. Very invested. strange. I saw him dunk and then bust his ass. So I thought that was pretty funny. Oh, yeah. Didn't he, like, <laughs> land on his fucking stomach? He, like, <laughs> yeah. belly flopped? That shit looked oh painful. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty random. But yeah, let's get into the album. Like what? <laughs> yeah, you know, J Cole's J Cole's been kind of all over the place because uh, there was that one album, and the rollout was I don't know if it was a, a music video or if it was just a video promoting the album. But he was just riding around on a bike. You know what I mean? And he looked like a bum. I feel like it's probably. I think like I know what you're talking drive. about. Is that Force Hill Drive when he's promoting? Maybe, like that? maybe, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that sounds right. Um, uh, I don't know, yeah. man. Let's I, get I, into the album, though. Uh, yeah. What songs did y'all like from it? Like, what songs really stuck out to y'all? First one. That's what got first, me kind of hype. The first one, which. Oh yeah. Yeah, I did. I I will say sure. I enjoyed. Cameron and Lil Jon, because both of those are like two people that have influenced me a lot in my life. But I wasn't a huge fan of that song per se. I wouldn't say that was one for me that like stuck out. Um, but I did like seeing both of them on the intro. That shit did get me hyped. But I'm looking at the track list now on my phone, and I like my life. The song with Twenty One Savage and Maury. That song was fire. That's not, yeah, I really like that one. That one really stuck out to but me. But I, I, I like that one because I like Twenty One Savage's verse. Yeah. More so than J. Cole. Well, I mean, y'all look, do y'all agree that that was basically a 21 Savage song? I would say that just because I like 21 Savage's verse more than J. Cole's, you know what I mean? I think it was really strange that I didn't know that 21 Savage was going to be on that song, but I was like, this would be a good 21 Savage beat. And then he comes up in the song 
I thought that was really weird, but it makes yeah. me think like, uh, does Twenty One Savage have like a like us? I know he raps a certain way, but does does he have like a sound? Do y'all think? Most definitely. Yeah. Yeah, Most absolutely. Definitely. If you listen to that beat, that beat sounds just like a lot. Like yeah. it literally, oh, mimics, oh, that it what mimics it is? a lot. Okay, yeah. that, okay, it mimics a lot. So when I heard the beat, I I almost felt like Twenty One Savage was gonna be on it. Yeah, before I exactly even I before I even heard the song. Mm-hmm. But that was a yeah. dope song. Y'all know who the, the producer is on that on that song? Um, I only ask I only ask because um, the Pride Is a Devil beat is basically the same beat that was on uh, Amine's last album. And mm. they're produced by the same dude, T minus. Yeah. He he produced both the uh he produced Pride is the Devil for J. Cole, and then he produced um Can't Decide uh for Emine, but it's like the same exact it's the same beat. Uh it's, my it's, life. Oh, go ahead. No, go for it. Oh, I was just saying my life was produced by W U Ten, I guess Wu Ten. And J. Cole and Jake One. Um Pride is the Devil. That was produced by T minus. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But I don't know. It, it's it's sounding like he's uh sort of recycling some sounds. Yeah. Uh, that being yeah. that being said, I, I fucked with Hunger on the Hillside. I just liked uh that was he the lyrical the yeah, just the lyrics of that. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. production was dope, and I think it was like a good way to close out his album and uh, just speaking from someone, you know, that or speaking from the standpoint of someone who creates and, uh, you know, struggles with the process or whatever that sort of resonates with me. And mm. I feel like it does. It's not just applicable to, you know, artistry. I think it's it's more so just like the hustle of things. So I was appreciative of that track. And then that's the only I feel like that's one of the only ones that I've really gone back and listened to multiple times outside of listening to the album, because I think I listened to the album maybe two or three times. I feel it. <laughs> X, what do you think? What Like, what are your uh, favorite songs off there? See, I'm, like, really critical of J. Cole. So, like, I only like, like, maybe two songs on the album. Uh, I like Close a lot. Because it that song is hard. That song Close is doesn't tight. have a chorus and it doesn't have a bridge. It just has him rapping. Yeah. Um, and I liked uh Amari. Um, I don't know why. I think I like Amari because of the lyrics. Um, and for me, Hunger on Hillside. When I when I first heard it, it was dope. But for me, Hunger on Hillside doesn't close out the album like any of his other album outros do it just kind of left me hanging so what hunger on the hillside kind of figured or what i thought about that track is that he's gonna come back soon with something else so i'm thinking that there's gonna be like a deluxe coming soon or some yeah. other oh, yeah. project coming soon i always forget about deluxe tracks it doesn't it doesn't close out an album like the way he usually closes out his albums. Like it kind of was like a cliffhanger. I could see that too. Um, I feel like that's become a thing that so many artists are doing these days, anyways. Yeah. Are they doing yeah, like? And when I saw the track list, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like it's kind of shorter. 
mm-hmm. this was like 39 minutes and then mm-hmm. uh like a year or six months to a year later they'll come out with the deluxe so i could i could easily see that and yeah mm-hmm. the most recent albums that he was on uh i think was the the what is it the dreamville project or whatever mm-hmm. the uh, oh, revenge yeah. of the dreamers and i mean hard ass album for me and that also had uh like a regular and a deluxe um so i i feel like it makes sense because it follows that formula you know i yeah. probably i probably would have said he probably has like a lot of uh backlog but now that i'm seeing that he plays like fucking professional basketball it's hard to expect him to you know spend a shit ton of time in the studio like you like you know other rappers might who aren't playing fucking professional sports i mean if he drops a deluxe i'm sure he has most of that shit recorded already mm-hmm. so you can just like drop yeah. it ready to promote yeah it, has so. there been has there been another artist who went from rapping to professional sports i know there's a lot the other way around but has there been many i, I know little dirt at one point was on like a 10-day contract for the bulls um because he's really good at basketball too um like crazy good apparently but they really? said i want to say like last year maybe two years ago but aside yeah. from that i know sheck west i think he signed as like some like french league as well yeah that's i, I wanted um, to say Sheck what? West, but i didn't i didn't know yeah. the details i know he played I ball, but i want uh, to say he has like a he signed somewhere overseas to play ball um i don't know i don't listen to Sheck west i don't follow him like that but this is just kind of what i've gathered from like what i've seen on the internet <laughs> bless you <laughs> <laughs> uh that being said it's fucking weird that he's just randomly playing that is where's where is where's, where's he even playing at it's I, I get that he's playing in africa but like what country in it's, africa uh, i think rwanda it's rwanda yeah it's rwanda oh my god why it's, that is my next question why i don't i don't know Probably, his he's always are. he's always been a hooper like even it, back in like uh like uh the high when he was in high school or whatever yeah yeah and then when he went to college like he's always been a hooper and he just never really followed it because he chose rapping so i guess this is just him following his hoop dream hey man why not yeah yeah and he like six three or six four or some shit like that he's 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 got like the hooping build so um J. Hey, Cole, he's six two. Off, J. Cole. He's six two. But you know who's six three? Young Thug. He should be a professional basketball player. Nah, young, 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 yeah. young, young Thug don't have the diet for it, man. You said Young Thug plays hey, baseball. I think so. Marcus, <laughs> what? Okay, tell me if this is true. I, I just heard this in passing somewhere, but somewhere I heard that Young Thug only eats candy and yeah. not like food. Is he that true? That, he said that in like an interview or something. He said he don't eat vegetables. He, <laughs> what? And he fuck? stays as I, I don't know what they were even saying. They were like commenting on like how skinny he is or, you know, like if he's on a diet, he's like, I don't even eat food, man. I just eat candy when I'm hungry. Dude, what the <laughs> I think hell? that was it, man. That is insane. Like I've said before, I like his music. I don't I don't like him as a person. As That's a person? Some shit to <laughs> That's say, some crazy man. shit. Like, hey, I'm what? getting triggered. I only eat. <laughs> I only eat candy. An all candy diet, bro. His teeth yeah. gotta be fucked up. Devon, his, mouth, the, his teeth probably ain't mouth. even real. I was about to say his teeth probably aren't even real. They've all said that Young Thug plays baseball, and I think that's yeah. random as fuck too. <laughs> like, what? what? Okay, yeah, what? He don't play I don't baseball, know. man. 
America's pastime. America's slime. <laughs> America's past slime. Devon, where are where did Devon leave? <laughs> hey, why y'all never like my jokes or puns? <laughs> he muted his mic and dipped. He was like, "Yo, I gotta." <laughs> he said, "I'm done with the pod." <laughs> All right, y'all. Peace. Um, uh, Eric, what about you, man? What 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 songs were you feeling off of the the album? Um, I really liked. Uh, obviously, um, close was a. Uh, a really dope fucking song. Lots of lyrics, uh, lots of lyrical shit in there that wasn't corny. He did say some corny shit on the album. A few. Uh, everybody's been well, like up in arms. The about, Mario, the Mario one. The Mario. Everybody's been yeah, up yeah. in arms about the Mario line, but that shit is not hard. It's not. It's. it's I feel like that's on par for like J Cole. Like I don't know. Like what? I don't know. I like it. When, you, when he said, hard. "I put an M on your head, you Luigi brother." Now, yeah, I thought yeah, that was hard. It that's was cool. not that hard. That's it's all right. it's all right. That's the easiest. I don't know. I'm not a rapper. I can't really speak to what's easy or not. But that just that I feel like everybody's just like overhyping it. Like not that know. hard of a line. On, on my Twitter stream, everybody was talking shit about that line specifically. Really, I, I've only yeah. heard like everybody putting the fucking fire flame emojis over yeah. that shit or whatever. I've, I've seen the same. Um random um, i i never want to hear j cole sing again like i don't like him rapping, but i don't when he starts singing he i'm like i'm not gonna hear that shit also there he was, had auto-tune that was i was gonna say there was a lot of there was a, like a lot of auto-tune parts where uh like what was it the second verse on the the first on the first song he like uh this it started off with him in auto-tune and for like yeah. a brief second i thought he got like Meek Mill or something on there, and then I was like, "No, nah, this is J Cole rapping. This is just like a higher pitch." And then there's, yeah, yeah, I don't. He's not a good I don't singer. Like the auto, I don't like the auto tune J Cole or the yeah, singing J Cole either. Like also, I feel like I feel like he sang better on um on Forest Hills Drive. I don't think he was trying to sing, man. I guess more, so. More and more, that's like that's like a thing where uh, yeah. People will sing on a track, but they know they can't sing. That's how Chance the Rapper is. You know, like he's always singing, but man can't yeah. sing. Yeah, he don't have. He's not good at singing. Yeah, what's up with that? It's just, it's just a trend. You know, yeah. it, it is a trend. Yeah, uh, like some rappers it's like, like harmonize. But yeah, it's like rap not. singing. I think. Yeah, I think it's just difficult because I think a lot of, like, obviously singing pairs well with rapping a lot of the times but i mean it goes hand in hand but usually with a feature that's doing the singing or someone who can sing doing the singing i think that's a big uh i know that's like something that tyler the creator struggles with is he really wants to fucking sing but he can't sing for shit yeah i mean he also he he also does that right he also yeah he'll sing it on a bunch of tracks mm -hmm. it's never good never really good yeah i mean it is what it is like like yeah. i said it's just, it's just a trend you know yeah and j cole you know for better or for worse he has to sort of conform to some of those trends sometimes he's been around for as long as he has and stayed relevant uh through the power of of you know somewhat following trends i feel like yeah. he has a big fan base that has kept him relevant too you know like they're pretty uh 
combative or oh they are very yeah his fan base is very loyal his fan base is extremely loyal that's what makes him annoying honestly yeah (laughs) do y'all think yeah and that's why you have to look at it from the outside like is it a good album can i care for j cole without being one of these like bloodthirsty uh fans that are always like what was what was the thing a couple years ago was like four albums no features uh you know what three number four times five plat- number one hits yeah, yeah three, no three times platinum yeah yeah platinum <laughs> that no shit features. was obnoxious that shit was obnoxious and well, i feel like trash too <laughs> yeah for your like eyes only was so bad i think he lost people with with his fan base saying whack shit like that you know yeah I speak to that real quick where i know it might be too early but where would you rank this album compared to like the rest of his albums uh, I don't know, al- man. Like albums only? Yeah. Let I'll me see. Say Let me pull up his album. His mixtapes were better than his albums. Yeah. He ain't got a mixtape in years. Though. Like, yeah, his yeah. are fire, but just regarding like studio albums. Uh, so there was 2014 Forest Hills Drive, KOD. That was the album, right? Not a mixtape. KOD was the album right yeah. before this one. Okay, so I would rank them uh, for your eyes only at the fucking bottom for sure. That shit was hot poop, hot dookie for sure. Uh, then I would say 2014 Forest Hill Drive, KOD, then this newest album. Not oh, born. Those were born sinner. Was that an album? Born sinner yeah. is probably yeah. his best album. That's an I album. With Born Sin- yeah, I it's an album. A, I thought that was a mixtape. Okay, so that would be at the top then. I would put that at the top. He ain't dropped a mixtape in a minute, to the best of my knowledge. I'm not too familiar with his discography. Yeah. If you haven't heard tell. Friday Night Lights, you should definitely listen to that, though. That's my favorite no. mixtape. I'm just kidding. I'll try it out. Friday Night Lights. I'm sure, I've heard, I'm sure I've heard some songs off of it. That's, but I don't that know was the best like stuff. That's my first yeah project, in my that, opinion that's that's when that's like a lot of the songs off of that were on his first album just because that's when he was mm-hmm. like blowing up that's when we started listening to him homie matt put us on or put me on to j cole anyways and he put me mm-hmm. on too and i was listening to him heavy um and then you know that's he he also had the you know he was real he was big homies with the Okay. He was big homies with uh, Kendrick Lamar, and there was talk of that um, joint album. And Kendrick Lamar and J Cole were blown up kind of at the same time. Like they kind of like. I don't know why people want that. <laughs> you know, I feel like people will see them as like competitors because they were coming out at the same. They're not. They're I, not. I but they're not. But back when those original rumors were coming out, like. Yeah, for back, me, back for me, they were kind of on the same level. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. When they were coming out, um, when back they were both the coming up, was... there there was more like of a competition between them. But I think the gap is has widened severely, like since they were like coming up. I think they they've just gone in different directions. You know, like uh, J Cole has done his. He's on his CEO shit, so he he manages Dreamville and you know all the all of what that entails kendrick has just kind of gone in the direction of being like one of the best lyricists that we've had for a long time and um he's a lot more sort of he just makes music and then hangs out 
I, I feel like they're both sort of reclusive to an extent, but like at the, at the same time, J. Cole, you you know that moves are being made just because you know Dreamville's still signing people, they're still dropping um music and the people that he's got signed are still dropping music, you know. For sure. For sure. So y'all, so y'all wouldn't put him up there on artists of the decade, like up up like no. within the top ten. No, but not I'm, even like rapper wise, I put him up there. Um just based off popularity. That's, but like, that's what I was about to ask y'all. Yeah. Rapper wise. <laughs> so on on this album, he said he's a part of the Mount Rushmore. So who's on I, that I Mount Rushmore? I mean it's gotta be Kendrick, Drake, J. Cole and as for rappers yeah on yeah, the, the rapper mount, mount mount rushmore yeah i'd agree of, yeah. of all time no no just like this decade not of all time just this, oh, okay, just okay. this decade for i'd sure, agree kendrick, drake j cole kendrick drake and j cole and who i don't i don't i don't know the rest i, I don't even know if i for sure popularity, i don't even know if i could do put drake on there like if i'm going um, I, I feel like it'd have to be kendrick i feel like drake like we talked about last pod, he does a lot of intermixing. I don't know when I when I'm trying to go for rappers and like who I would like lyrically and who I gravitate to. Oh, he'd like, have to be 100. Like he'd have, have to be Ghost Riders and be on the Rushmore. Uh, yeah, I couldn't. I, I couldn't go. I couldn't go for Drake on that. Big Crit. I would put him up there. I think talent wise, yeah. I mean, Crit has always been solid. I mean, he's consistent. He drops phenomenal albums. I just don't think he, I mean he's not as popular as like the other rappers, but I mean personally, that's why I think I wouldn't go off popularity. Yeah, yeah that's, oh, that's that's why it's such a hard but thing. If you, yeah. but li- I guess lyrically, then where would you like? So I'll have to put Freddie Gibbs and Big Crit on there. I agree with that. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so who's another? Okay, so we know Kendrick is a lyrical rapper, and he's very popular. I guess they it, don't even have to be lyrical; they just have to be. Okay, okay you're right. He's just a good rapper. Has some or... renown. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would, yeah. Freddie Gibbs and Big Crit, I would definitely say them. Um, but Kendrick. these, Kenny, Benny, and Conway. I don't know if they've dropped enough. Projects. I don't know if they've dropped enough Soon, recently. Yeah. You know, Conway last album is fire. That's yeah. album of the year right now, <laughs> to me. Yeah. I, I, I fuck with all the Griselda dudes, but from my own per- point of view also, I just haven't been listening to them long enough to like put them on a, a hip-hop Mount Rushmore. Of the they haven't been years. around long enough yet. Yeah. I respect that. So then we agree on Kendrick and Big Crit, but and Freddie Gibbs, who would anyone else or that sticks out? I feel like it also depends on where you're from. I mean... With 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 the five of us right here, I feel like we Midwest a, boys. Yeah, we're Midwest boys and of the same friend group. So even though yeah. we don't all have the same like artists in mind, uh, I feel like if you put if if we had someone from the South, it'd be completely different. Mount Rushmore still, the last ten years, or even Florida. If you had anyone from Florida here, which I hope we never have anyone from Florida on the pod, <laughs> but if we did, you know, it'd be like the most ridiculous suicide squad looking assemblage so of hip hop. Well, I feel like I feel like, we, I feel like people uh, to ask though, because we where we from, we don't have a rapper from here. So uh, excuse me, Tech Nine. Opinions. 
that guy's not from Omaha. I'm just, I know he's not from Omaha, but he's from Shut up. I'm talking about from the state. So I feel like our opinions are unbiased. So we can listen to people from everywhere. I can agree with that. But I I will say that as a friend group, we kind of are uh, like an echo chamber, though. Yeah. Like we don't have any like way outside perspectives. Everybody that we talk like, well, not everybody that we talk to, but in our core friend group, we all like the same shit pretty much. Yeah. I mean, we all just agreed on big crit and like, I mean, I, I didn't agree on Big Crit, but I don't have anything yeah. like to to add. Big Crit's hard as hell, so maybe, yeah. But uh, I don't know. It's hard to say. Hard oh, to wait, say because of a friend. Pusha T? I would put him on there. Pusha? Mm-hmm. He who raps only of cocaine? I fuck with Pusha. And I give Pusha his props, but I don't know if I could. I don't know. Santeria. No, I don't know. I'd say of this decade, it the stuff? top three would still be just Kendrick, Drake, and J. Cole. I don't know who else would be up there, but that's who would be on Mount Rushmore right now. Are you, I don't know who else you want to put up there. X? Yeah. Okay. I would say popularity and just who has control of the game right now. Yeah. All right. I'll put like when they, up when they When they drop, they make a meaningful drop. Yeah. And like the world listens. I mean, yeah. Because if Kendrick Kendrick doesn't Kendrick don't need to have a rollout to drop. Kendrick could drop tomorrow and he'll sell three thousand or three hundred thousand. I, yeah. I would love to see him drop an album like during the hype of a J Cole album. I, I I'm very I curious to see. I know he wouldn't. It's not a respect, I, but yeah. Yeah, I feel like they do. I don't have, think like, it's a up mutual to him. Respect for each other, which is interesting. I think it'd be cooler and uh, more entertaining if they were like actively beefing. <laughs> Why? Why do you <laughs> want people to beef, man? Because because yeah, it would be an interesting beef. Yeah, conflict no, it's, breeds it's just their homies. Conflict. I feel like conflict in music breeds like innovation. Kendrick's peerless, man. He's innovative on his own. Like I agree, Ken- but Kendrick, that's, that nigga don't drop enough. Kendrick as a person isn't. He does. I don't feel like he needs to beef with someone to be innovative. I think some artists do. I think people like Kendrick and J. Cole, I don't think they need to because they're already they are on their own shit. In a sense, they're both peerless to a certain extent because they're all at these different levels that are that are high up there, but that don't require them to be butting heads with anyone. Would it be interesting if controversy? Yeah, that's what I was just saying. It was, it'd be interesting. Oh, yeah, the control verse. I guess he did, but... I wouldn't even say he beefed, though. Like, he just... I, I mean, he yeah. wasn't this. sound like a beef. Exactly. He was just... But that was like he, a call to action, more yeah, like. Yeah, that's what it seemed like to me. I think that's the closest thing you'd get to a beef with Kendrick Lamar, and it wasn't even a beef. I think a lot of people might have gotten uh, hurt over that because they thought that they were being called out, but I also don't think that that was even the intention i think i think twitter I think and i think social <laughs> but drake is always in his feelings drake though everywhere drake looks he was he's so gonna hurt. be in his feelings yeah also, I mean, that's just... uh, he was I so hurt he was beefing with big sean too actually he was oh, beefing yeah. with big, yeah, big 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 sean took some yeah <laughs> Cause the hard part of four that was about big sean one part well uh the uh was it the bt cypher the BET Cypher uh, 
I feel like was aimed at at Drake that year. That shit was hard. Okay, Kendrick Beefin is hard, but Kendrick Beefin is is merciless, and then it just it, that's just how it is. I don't want that's just the Drake fucking combo. end. I feel like that would be a good beef. Like I wouldn't like to see that back and forth, J Cole and Kendrick. It just wouldn't be interesting to me. You don't think so? No, I don't think so. <laughs> no, I don't think so. So what would they talk shit about? Exactly. Let's not even try to <laughs> put them together. I'm not even gonna entertain this. Let's move on to invincible. <laughs> Invincible right, so we, season we are at the finale. finale. Wait, did y'all rate that album? No, no. <laughs> I, I guess we sh- <laughs> should. We should we rate, rate the album? Are we gonna? Is that what we're doing? We're rating topic I mean, one and topic two. I can rate it now, but it might change when I listen to it more. No, let's not rate it. I don't want to. Okay, it. I don't either. I don't, I don't. I feel like my rating would be based on nothing. Um. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I just feel like, like, you what listen about, to it you would be based on it. your listen. Yeah, <laughs> I don't Eric know. I'd be thinking about like, something completely, completely different. <laughs> like, moving okay. on, Invincible, the season finale. Uh, We're at the season eight. finale, finally here. Eight episodes <laughs> in. Alex, this you. This is your first time watching this episode. I think everybody else has already watched it once at yeah. least. Yes. Go ahead. Anywho. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. So, Alex, first impressions um, on this episode, episode eight of the Amazon animated series Invincible. I'm not going to lie. I was a little disappointed in the season finale. Oh, um, okay. What? I wanted, I mean, it's cool. I wanted more carnage, though. I wanted him to like, kill all the superheroes like not just beat mark's ass like that was cool watching him get his, like beat his son's ass but like the first half was cool but then after that when there's kind of like playing like like the second half after you like went to a different planet and just like talking the rest of the episode but like i was like this is not that interesting i understand they're probably setting up for season two but i just wish it was but also cool. giving us time to breathe man Nah, Dude, I don't even talking about. on my neck. Like episode nine was perfect. Like that's by far my favorite episode. I wish it would have built on that a little bit more. Like I don't know. I want to see more. Interesting. Chaos. I want to see right. like Cecil or somebody like important die or get their ass whooped. But I mean, it wasn't okay. bad. But it wasn't what <clears throat> I was hoping for. Essentially. All right. Well. All right. I Mar- thought it was good. I, Marcus. That's yeah. What was my your first impression, impression. You know, when I first saw this episode, I was like fuck yes like i've been waiting for it this shit was way more bloody than i thought wasn't expecting another a bunch of chicago kit to get destroyed um so i fucked with it that's my impression x what was your impression that shit was heat (laughs) that shit was flames are you kidding me uh i thought it was super good uh i watched it like three times um just so i could like not to like miss anything or miss any like small stuff i watched it like looking around the whole picture and make sure i didn't miss anything small uh my favorite scene was definitely the subway scene they animated the fuck yeah. out of that they did that thing with that nice. that scene was hard that shit there was, was a lot of nice. little cgi scenes in this episode that i noticed I yeah yeah they did their thing with that it was <clears throat> it was super hard they went in for sure. Devon, what was your uh, first impressions of this episode? It was very satisfying. Oh, yeah. Omni-Man is abusing the hell out of his son. 
Somebody call CPS immediately. I was about to say that. <laughs> he worked, Mark. <laughs> God. CPS, Another... please help my boy. Please. <laughs> yeah. That man uh, is 17, man. Right. <laughs> he's still he's still a minor. He's, he's a minor, man. And he had what happened coming for him, you know. Alex, you know oh, what? You crazy this I'm Alex. Dummy, man. Hey. That's who I'm here to see. Oh Alex, whoa. I'm not gonna lie. This man man is wild. Wild. I, I like the problem. <laughs> Eric, uh, what was your what was your uh impression? Uh, uh, my first impressions was I fuck I, I love this episode. I think it was interesting. It was very interesting. Uh we again see Mark take endless endless L. L. ending That's the season L. with an L how do you do this is your show this is your show and you end your season with the L like uh, incredible I see uh, I think I, one thing that I loved about this episode is throughout the season we see Omni-Man's ruthlessness and we don't think it could get no worse but it increases exponentially yeah exponentially we're like okay i thought this nigga was a demon no this nigga is satan himself <laughs> he just yeah. killing people for no reason dog oh my man. god let's get into it when this man pops that fucking pilot's head Dude, yeah that, that shit was gross yeah yeah was after mark did all that to to, to go out of his way to oh save that man god he, just, that he man, landed man. behind him he just touched him blew just, his head out that shit was nuts. I wasn't expecting that. I that that had me shook to my core. That shit was gross. I was like, whoa, this man's fucking nuts. Uh, but at the beginning of the episode, he tells the real story of Viltrum, which is yeah. the call back to episode, I want to say it's episode one. Three? Episode oh, that was episode one. Yeah, where they this show is what the flashbacks. I, yeah, where they show the flashback, and it's like um he's telling Mark the basically an abridged version of what the Viltrum empire is in episode one. Um, and like I was saying, it's like a shot for shot sort of it's, you know, it's a big change um, in content where it's like, you know, they're peacekeepers in the first episode, they protect the galaxy, yada, yada. And in this, you know, Mark gets the, the full truth and it's, it's not as pretty a picture as he painted it to be in the uh, in the first one. You know, the Viltrumites are just uh, ruthless killers that kill the weak of their planet, so that they've got this these pure bloodlines. Um, I kind of fuck and, with that. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. But <laughs> it, it also it also goes more into the Viltrumites having that comparison to the the Saiyans, you know, from Dragon Ball uh, Z, yep. where there's there's sort of race of people who conquer worlds and are pretty ruthless in doing that and then you have your protagonist who is sort of the uh the antithesis of what his his father's race is bent on doing Um, a lot of parallels there yeah and in that flashback we we get to look we get a look at uh some of the other viltrumites um and specifically there's there's some pretty important characters for the for upcoming stuff um not to go too much into it but those all the viltrumites that they showed in those flashbacks are uh sort of important viltrumites 
I like um, that. I like the woman with the what does she have? A big ass braid? Yeah, she has a braid and she has a spear. That should look cool. Yeah, and I like uh, her. There's a the gray haired man that's front and center. He's sort of uh you know, he's like the Viltramite heavy. So. I've been seeing like memes about so, that. There's probably people worse than Omni Man out there. Yeah. That's what I've been hearing. Hopefully. There, there, there is. Alex, there are is. you okay? Are you, <laughs> Alex, is it Alex, you good, bro? Dude, I like violence. I like that's why I like Omni Man. Like the first episode when he killed all the superheroes, that's why I started watching the show. That's what I want to see. And I got a good, decent amount of that this episode. But not but- enough. Yeah, not enough. And I wish it was not more enough. main characters instead of just like random people like of him working off, essentially. You so you want the I loss to to feel more meaningful. Like yeah, rather you, than you like, got you got the Guardians of the Globe taken away from you in episode one, and you ain't been right since, huh? Exactly. It's like you know, what? you know, Alex. I kind of feel you because, um, yes, a lot of stuff happened in this episode, but like all the carnage was kind of meaningless. Yeah, exactly. Like mm-hmm. n- nothing happened pretty much because obviously Mark is going to heal. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody important died. Nobody that we care about, at least. And nobody that's going to affect the story at all. Uh, so I kind of see what you mean in that aspect. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it would have been uh, interesting, like if he just, I don't know, killed Adam Eve. Yeah. I think that would have been. At least, you know, yeah. like somebody just like that, of that real importance, I guess. But I mean, it's still uh, good. It just, I, I still like the episode though. The the shock. I, I I was still fucking shocked to see him. Me too. Me too. Beat Mark to a bloody pulp. He was destroying <laughs> that man for forty minutes straight. This is a forty minute episode for like forty minutes. He was fucking was marking this man when he's whooping Mark's ass. It's like I could just make another son of you. Like that shit hit hard. Yeah. Like, Yo, oh, bro, no. What, what, <laughs> Your bro, mom's more hard. of a pet. You a know? pet. Like, yeah. uh, Oh, and the man, mom is taking wild. it hard too, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah, man. I feel so pet. bad for Debbie. Oh, like, for imagine sure. her watching this. She's watching the love of her life beat the fucking brakes, destroy her fucking child. Like, her, she I has to be like a, a fucking work. cocktail of feeling. That shit's wild. That that was a, that was a wild episode. He he really went in. The episode, yeah, I mean, I can see where Alex is sort of coming from, uh, from like yeah. a heartless perspective. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's interesting. I think what they tried to do with all that gore is try to make that gore equate to something more substantial, um, mm-hmm. where it's not the killing of a main character, but it's the killing of a lot of people in a city that you actually know, Chicago. Um, and for me it was traumatic <laughs> watching all those people watching uh invincible come through he like he blows through the 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 building in chicago lands people get annihilated on impact he tries to save the 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 building from falling and then oh, yeah. it falls on him and then he pulls like an arm out the rubble he tried to down save that little girl and her mom yeah you know i feel like all the and like little stuff like that where he's like actually trying to save people and then for those people to get ripped out of him, I feel like that gave me sort of the emotional investment in that person that they intended. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, they weren't accounting for the fact that there'd be people like Alex out there just wanting, you know, their favorite people to to die on some Game of Thrones shit. Uh, I can I, I, I definitely agree with your, what you're saying. Uh, like, 
for instance, the pilot, like he kind of became important for like a split second with Mark making an effort to try <clears throat> to try to save him um, just to get popped. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because it's just like, oh, my God, you know, thank you. It's like a whole sequence, you yeah. know, flyer jets get uh, scrambled. Uh, Omni-Man goes through one, ejects, the eject button's not working. You know, there's like that near miss where the um, parachute doesn't deploy. Mark saves him anyways. And then all of that's for nothing because Omni-Man lands behind him, blows up his head, you know, like stuff like that you know, had me emotionally invested. And then just the whole train thing where, you know, Mark was doing his best to save people. And then yeah. his dad basically used them as a, as a, I don't even know what you would call it. Like a, just like a point of just destroying everything in the train. Split like the train, they were just yeah. like, man, flying through. He, was, he was just like going like this and people were exploding into like bloody messes. That, that was, was I said, I, I said this. Too. I said this on episode six. Mark needs fucking therapy. I know. Especially after he needed it before. Now he needs a lobotomy, I think. Something. Something extreme. Needs a lobotomy. I think Mark does. He's going to be fucked up. He has to be fucked up. You need a better trainer. This that is a comic. <laughs> who's gonna train him now i don't know he better figure something out who's gonna, the most powerful person on the planet coming back with all the his shit out of him season. his dad coming back with all his homies next season he better like get the trainer right now i for one like to wait on put him in a chokehold <laughs> man just y'all late i don't know what next season's gonna have but I'm it's, for it, though. It, it's gonna have to like it's gonna have to cap it's gonna have to continue in the same way that this has where there's just like the even thing, more gory and shit. Eric's frozen. He's gone. Eric down bad. Eric Eric down bad, man. <laughs> I don't know. Invincible's so good. I might have to read the comic. I feel that. I was the thinking comics, about the comics worth. Oh, Eric's back. Uh, the comic's worth yeah. reading, though. Um, it definitely is. Um, this the show kind of, you know, it 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 follows kind of the same storyline, but it it deviates a little. The main things still happen, but I think it's worth reading, um, especially if you're just like in the mood of reading comics because it's it's pretty dope. Uh, and the it's a good show. Like the show's pretty true to the comic in a way that. I think not even the live action could be if it was ever a thing. Eric froze again. Yeah. But uh no, um, are the comics finished or are they still coming out? Yeah, no, the comics are done. Mm. Um yeah, y'all should read them. You know, if you if you think Invincible is a bitch now, just wait until you continue reading. If you think he needs therapy now, just wait because Fuck, man! It's season. I, I I'm gonna have to read them because who the fuck knows when season two is gonna come out? Probably next, next year. Yeah, that's a long time, bro. I can't wait. Yeah, we're working season on it already. They announced two and three. Yeah, yeah, seasons two and three were announced. So I think we, I think it's safe to say that you know, if our pod survives, we'll be able to uh, be reviewing those again. You know. Yeah, that'll be really dope. Yeah, I would love to yeah. do season two and three of Invincible. Yeah. Um, what do y'all think about the scene, like the baseball scene, where it shows that you know 
Omni Man actually gave a fuck. Like he like melted down his like cold exterior for a second to start cheering Marco. He like he put his pride to the side. Do y'all think he actually put his pride to the side because he cared, or I was think he, he just cared. like kind of fall- I think yeah? in that I think in that moment is when he started <clears throat> sort of realizing what humanity was all about, mm-hmm. and also catering to the fact that his son that he raised he raised his son a vil, uh, human he didn't know mm-hmm. if his son was even going to be a viltramite and right. yeah him, and mark being a viltramite was sort of the catalyst to this whole season to him killing the guardians and to like beginning his takeover right it wasn't until after mark got his powers that he was like okay you know we need to like um we need to take care of the strongest people on the planet uh and so the the baseball scene was interesting because it's sort of his realization that while he's been trying to convince his son to um, adhere to the Viltramite point of view, his son up to that point has been a human, you Mm -hmm. know? And I think that- It was too late. He should have instilled it in him when he was a kid. Yeah, but like he didn't know. He wasn't sure if the Viltramite DNA and he said that. So like- I think what we see is him sort of coming to terms with the fact that Mark is not only a Viltramite, but also a human. Whereas before it was Mark up to getting his powers was a human. And then once he got his powers, he's been a Viltramite. And so he just expects Mark to adhere to the Viltramite sensibilities. Right. Um, Which is kind of a dumb way of thinking. Yeah. But he also just didn't know, you know, and I feel like, you know, part of it is, it wasn't just um, Mark that began to see that Mark wasn't just his sole cause of seeing what humanity is. It was also Debbie, right? Even though he said that she was more of a pet, he still has love for her. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? He still loved her. It was, it was Debbie that, you know, even made him take a beat and be like, yo, this is, this is meaningful to your son. This is meaningful to human life. You know, it's not all, um, using your powers and saving people, you know? Yeah. I just feel like I don't really under, I I honestly don't really get what the fuck he was doing. Like, why didn't he come to the planet and then weaken it? Like he was supposed to, like, why didn't he just do that? Yeah. Cause he met Debbie. Yeah. Uh, that's what I, was doing. I guess, I mean, so are we, are we, expe- are we to expect that he kind of fell in love with Debbie almost immediately because that's what it seems like because he's lived thousands well, of years met and, thousands of women had thousands of children but are, are we uh he hasn't had thousands of children he hasn't no and him meeting debbie you could see was <laughs> one of the first things that happened when he got here because he still yes. had his his white uniform. suit on the viltramite mm-hmm. uniform um so i think you know, Debbie was sort of the catalyst to him finding merit in humanity, but also Viltramites, you know, when tasked with taking over a planet, they don't need to take over the planet in a day. You know, they, they have time, basically. I got a question regarding that. So at one point, there's like a flashback and they're talking about how the Viltramites kill like all the weak members. But mm-hmm. as we can see in this season, Mark isn't the strongest. So I wonder if there'll be a point where Omni-Man might feel obligated to kill his son because he isn't strong enough or like how do you think that dynamic will play out if he doesn't because they always try and keep the strongest people but like what if his son doesn't make the cut 
So this goes into this goes into what Alan was saying at the end of the episode is that a Viltrumite has never abandoned their mission. Yeah. Yeah. And so this is essentially uncharted territory. It's never happened. Um, I think if Omni-Man's intention was to kill Mark, he would have done it. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? I think because he was going to and he was going to. And then he remembered that he's his son. And then, um, you know, he felt something. So I think Omni-Man at this point is at a place where he's not going to kill Mark. And in fact, he has abandoned his post. Um, And so in abandoning his post as a Viltrum, you know, what does that mean? What does that mean that what's become of his mission? I feel like, and I've never read the comics or anything, so I have no idea, but I feel like the other Viltrumites might see that as a sign of weakness Mm -hmm. because uh basically according to omni man um you do what's right for viltrum no no matter what and if you don't then that's a problem so i feel like uh omni man we don't know where omni man ranks strength wise against the other viltrumites so i feel like they might beat his ass or something or kill him i don't know uh we have some inclination just because he said that he was one of the few chosen to take over a planet by himself. That's true. But oh, so he's probably upper rank. He's probably upper rank. Yeah. He's not the weakest Viltramite, but um, yeah. Right. But like if they all gang, well, they're probably spread thin. So they're probably not and that's, all. In, yeah. and that's also what Alan said is that the Viltram, or maybe his dad said that that the Viltrum empire was spread thin. And so that's why they send only one Viltrum to a planet if they can. The yeah. Alan. Alan, the alien, AKA the executive producer. Seth rogue. Yeah. But um, what do y'all think about? So Alex, we already know you're disappointed by everything in this episode. Oh, you probably hate the show. Alan also said uh, something about the coalition of planets trying to assemble yeah. an army to take on the Viltrumites. Yeah. That'll be interesting like to this see. This is also a good time. Well, I feel like Earth might be, I don't know, headquarters for that or something since I mean, man ain't there. But I don't know. I'm just guessing. Yeah. That's possible. I think the next season we'll see probably more Alan probably more of the coalition of planets i definitely um, see cecil do you think cecil might be getting involved in there too i'm sure he would cecil i think he's scheming oh cecil be scheming cecil got his hands in all types of what y'all think about the white room that uh speaking of cecil yeah that shit was dope if you drink water you can't see it it's the tap water specifically (laughs) tap water (laughs) Yeah. yeah That part was cool, yeah. Yeah, that was dope. I, I like that shit. He's got shit up I, his uh, sleeve. I fucks with Cecil. Yeah, oh, we... one, one big disappointment I did have in the episode is obviously... Uh, oh, my God. Amber. Oh, okay, Amber? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Don't worry, man. we'll get to what you we'll get yeah, to what yeah. we'll get to what you were thinking about. <laughs> no, we don't need to get to what I was thinking about. We she, will. She did nothing this episode. Right. And that's why I'm disappointed. But back to Amber. 
back to Amber. I don't like how uh she's just all of a sudden now, oh, now I can look past you lying to me about being a superhero. I know I just saw you get your fucking ass beat by your dad for who knows how long it was in in the context of the show. It might have been a few minutes, it might have been hours, who knows. But that wasn't that's what it took for you to like look past that shit. Like you already saw him get his ass beat by a robot man. Like what's the what's really the difference? Like what why now? Like that shit kind of pissed me off. I mean, I feel you, but it it was his dad. You know, it was probably the worst thing that could happen as a superhero. You just get beat by your superhero dad (laughs) on TV in front and destroy Chicago in the process. So, you know, she felt some was on par with the lion dude too. So, oh yeah, Yeah. one of the worst times. Oh, (laughs) that that was the biggest L this man has taken. Now that was way worse than what the lion dude did to him. I want to see more of that lion dude. Dude, Honestly, just we, we saw him at the end of the episode. Yeah, yeah. Just seeing like Omni Man just fucking wail on him like into the mountain. I was just like, yo, this shit is insanity. Like, yeah. And how like when that. he was when he was punching him, and then how like they like uh scaled outside of the mountain. I was mm-hmm. like, damn, he's getting his ass kicked. Man. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> man. I definitely felt bad for show, Mark, honestly. One thing that I really enjoyed about the show, like the fight scenes are always like pretty dope, really unique, in my opinion, too. Like we talked about that train scene earlier. Like, I've never seen anything like that in my life. Like, no, that just was being new. held hostage in like a train, just like destroying it by doing nothing. Like my mind was blown. I was like, I I'm stand so hard for that shit. I swear to God. I um, remember um before the episode drop, uh, the the Invincible Twitter, the official Invincible Twitter, they're like, uh, you might think you're ready, but you're not. And I was like, there ain't shit I ain't seen. I, like, I've seen it all. What you talking about? And then I watched the episode. I was like, they were 100% right because I was not ready for that shit. I never thought, like, I knew there would be like, maybe, maybe, I, okay, I thought that uh, Omni-Man and Mark would fight. But I would never, I never expected him to just like wail on him, like just destroy him for the entire episode. Never expected anything like that. Don't listen. <laughs> Don't listen, Mark. We was Kane. We was Kane. Oh, <laughs> oh that's, that's funny. That's going to be the. Think, uh, Mark. Oh, yeah, man. put that as the, the cover for the episode. I'm going to put that. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Um, Thank Mark. Yeah, you know that shit's crazy. Yeah, it's the highlight of the episode, but it was only half of the episode. Mm-hmm. The other half was sort of aftermath. You know, Mark, yeah. Mark's social life, Amber, uh, William, and uh, Eve. You know, all getting close and sort of becoming a like a little friend group, basically, and Eve, you know, knowing each other's. Yeah, knowing their identities. Um, Guardians of the Globe. Yeah, right. Yeah, she doesn't even wear a mask. Um, didn't they? I, I can't remember correctly, but didn't they like not care when she revealed who she was? Well, they didn't know who she was. They, they thought she was duplicate. Yeah, they thought oh. she was. Yeah. She, she could never be. One. She could never be duplicate. Shut up, Eric. She could never be duplicate. Those are some big shoes to fill, please. Duplicate is a side character. Watch out, dude. Don't disrespect <laughs> her like that. She can't with the fast movements. That's how you know she's a side character. 
<laughs> uh, but yeah, was that? Did y'all like the uh, ending sequence where they like showed everything <laughs> showed else? Up. Yeah, they, yeah. they, Alex, they went back to the Mars thing with all those. Um, I saw that little squid things. That was a part of it. Uh, did they, they show Black Rock? Battle Beast? They showed Battle Beast. Mm-hmm. Um, Battle Beast is was he in prison or is he just fighting some alien somewhere? Um, and then they showed Titan, not Black Rock, but Titan. Uh, still potato, potato. They showed that woke superhero that destroyed Mount Rushmore. Doc Seismic. Oh, Doc Seismic. Back to him Doc, too. Yeah, and he has like an army of little. I knew he wasn't dead. I knew lava it. things. I'm happy. Yeah. Yeah, I fucks with Doc Seismic too. Um, I fight woke, for him. Woke villain. I they showed. They showed the dude making more of those, uh, like robot, robot human things. Yeah, that, robot human oh, things. Da Sinclair. Yeah, yeah. Da Sinclair. Those they things showed, are strong. Those things are strong. Yeah, I mean, not strong enough to like do anything against Omni Man, but definitely fucked up. Yeah, definitely fucked up. But who hasn't at this point? Who hasn't? You know what I mean? Honestly, I'm surprised they ain't show Rex Blode beating the shit out of Mark. They'll be a rap. They'll be Rex Blode show at that point. (laughs) Rex Blode instead of Invincible on that title. (laughs) Oh my god, Rex Blode. Rex Blode Um, fucking sucks. Yeah. But I did like that moment uh, at Towards the end of the episode, when they uh wiped the blood off, Alex, you didn't like it? No, I thought it was corny. <laughs> oh my god! Yo, they're a team now. I like you know the corny saying? stuff. I like the corny stuff. Guardians of the Globe, mm-hmm. you know, they're finally getting along. They didn't really do a whole lot except clean up Chicago at the end, but yeah, you know, they making moves. They getting ready. Teamwork, Alex. And what also, go ahead. Uh, the immortal is alive still, so. Um, he we is? Have that to look forward to. Yeah. Yeah. They, they showed his, his pupils. Pieces up. Yeah, Where they is he? Together. Where is they, they showed his Where pupils. Is Where is Omni Man? <laughs> I'll kill you. <laughs> the Mother I'll Twins. The Mother Twins take so many L's, but I fuck with them so much. I, I love too. the Mother Twins. They just love the break out again. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They they're gonna. They're definitely gonna break out. Robot's gonna have some other shisty shit, I'm sure. The oh, watch yeah. was like the city girls, always scamming <laughs> and scheming. Uh, uh, shit. What were we talking about before the mall? I mean, before um, damn, I can't remember. But yeah, I, I liked uh how they did all those callbacks. That was pretty. I dope. think so too. Yeah. Yeah. And he was just like, I'm just gonna graduate high school, and he's like, Oh, okay. You know, because hmm. Mark That's high school. Mark, yeah, <laughs> Mark's so young, man. Kitchen. He's a child. Yeah, <laughs> I wonder. You he... just want him to be in the soup kitchen hey, so man, bad. He tired. He tired of getting his ass beat, or should be. <laughs> it he makes me wonder uh, if next season he's if he's going to be an adult, or if he's going to stay like a kid. Maybe you know, in college like or something like, like that. School. Yeah, no, he's he's going to college. I think. Yeah. Oh, he's, cool, cool. He's pretty much done with high school. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, and it seemed so, like he was at the end of his high school career. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like next season he'll be in college, you know, probably more uh, tumultuous relationships with Amber. You Hopefully know. not. Hopefully a better girlfriend. Hopefully better. somebody better. Hopefully upgraded. Man, y'all I, don't I know, even want to know what happens to me. I know one. who would be better, but we ain't. Please. We got to talk. No. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please. Hey, <laughs> hey, you want me to tell you? You want me to tell you what happens to your girl? No, don't. Yes. Don't tell me. 
what's up? Tell me. First off, I already know she thrives. I already know that. If there's one thing Duplicate does is she gets the fuck out of there. This nigga. <laughs> For real, man, what the fuck are you even talking You don't know what you're talking about, man. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? Eric, you're so fucking stupid. <laughs> oh, shit. Hey, Eric, man, we gonna start potting with your kids, man. We, we'll take your takes more than <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Shouts out duplicate. She, you know she's a centerpiece of this show. Hey, shouts yeah. out to shouts out to the immortal man and fuck Chet Hanks. Shouts out to the immortal. Yeah, yeah fuck Chet Hanks. Fuck Chet Hanks. <laughs> um, let's get into ratings. Okay. Yeah, it's time. Marquez, what did you rate this young guap boy? I'm gonna give it a nine point five because that shit was hot. Uh, I thought it was a pretty good balance. Because after that Chicago, I didn't need Chicago level uh, gore the whole time. So it was just kind of nice how it, it, it sort of like tapered off. And then, you know, I feel like all I feel like all um, season finales kind of have to have their their big moment and then sort of wrap up because people have been waiting for this moment. And then they also like if it would have just ended with Mark being found on the mountain, it would have been fucked up. And I think uh, they did a good job. Yeah, exactly. Because then it's just like, man, that's that's it. Like, what happens next? Um, you know, we know that Omni Man left the solar system. We know, you know, the what's going on with all the little side characters and his personal relationships. So I think it did all of that like really well. And on top of you know the crazy long ass fight scene between father and son that you know leveled the city and you know drew, drove drove a rift between the Grayson household like yeah it was a solid episode 9.5 for sure I feel bad for uh the mom Debbie yeah, yeah Debbie she's about to be an alcoholic yeah uh Alex what do you think uh what was your rating of this episode I'd probably give it like an 8 honestly like um an 8 yeah, nigga. <laughs> hey, um, because I gave episode nine a nine. So to me, this episode is not better than that last episode. So I would give it eight, maybe eight. Okay. I'd say eight point five. Eight point right. five. Um, while I did like the beginning or the first half where his dad and Mark were just fighting a lot, it got kind of. I didn't really care about all the outside drama, like Will and Amber. Like I didn't really care for all that stuff, like the second half. So that's why. I mean, I get it, like, kind of what Marcus said. You kind of have to, like, tie it up and get people excited for the next season. Mm-hmm. And it kind of reminded me of, like, a Game of Thrones ending almost. Because I feel like with Game of Thrones, like, episode nine was always, like, the most chaotic episode of the season. Yeah. And yeah. then you get to the season. That's finale, fucking true. That's a good it, point. That's a really good point. Like, yeah, it's not as good as the previous episode. So, and Snowfall is like that, too, honestly. Like, snow, the last episode of Snowfall this year, like, season nine was really, or season, uh, episode, episode nine was really yeah, and then this the season finale was like kind of lackluster, but they're building onto the next season. So eight point. I like that format. Um, yeah, I just wish there was a little bit more violence or more. I don't know. More deaths. More violence, please. But I did like the callbacks to like all the previous villains stuff like that. So I want to see what how that's going to play into the next season, um, going forward. What's Black Rock up to? X, what was your rating, bro? I'm gonna solid nine point five as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the action was there for me. Um, 
the gore was there for me. The dialogue was great. Um, I'm with Marcus. They wrapped it up really well. Tied it with a nice bow. Um, they left you with the the season finale. Like, they tied it off really well at the end. So you don't know what's coming, but it has you wanting more for next season. Um, that train or the subway scene just for me was like one of the most craziest things I've ever seen yeah. in an animated series, man. So yeah. that alone for me just did it for me. So yeah, I say 9.5. It was crazy. Gotcha. Day? Rating? I agree with Marcus and X. I thought they tied up pretty well. I'm going to give this one a 10, though. I got to give at least one episode a 10. All right. Okay, okay. They put, they put, they blood, sweat, and tears. Mark's blood, sweat, and tears. That train scene alone deserves a 10. Hey, Davon, you falling off. I swear. Damn. Damn. Alex woke up and chose. Honestly, Davon might be right. It might be a 10. It might be a 10. So nine could have been a 10, not this one. This episode was closer to a 10 than the last one. Yeah. Agree or disagree. And then I like the reveal. That was my prediction anyway, like them kind of being insane. So, yeah, I like that aspect of it, too. Uh, and and uh, just seeing Mark getting his ass beat across the world. Across the world. International L. Getting smacked. And then I thought him trying to, like, save the people from the building falling. I feel like that'll, I don't know, affect them some way. In the upcoming seasons, too, so a lot of people die. A, a better hero or something. That's something I want to see. I want to see the effects of thousands of people dying. Like, don't I don't want them to just write that off as, oh yeah, all these people die. But I okay. want there to be like, even if it's like in the background of the next season where you're seeing like a bunch of like memorials. Or a bunch of like there, I feel like yeah. there has to be something. I don't want them to just cop out and be like, "Oh yeah, sure, a bunch of people died," but you know, back to fucking Mark in high school. Like, no, that shit has to change. Something, ha- something like that happened has to change something. Yeah, or, I mean, and like also change senior. everyone involved. Exactly. Yeah. You know, like the heroes. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're just seeing the inevitable consequences of if there were superheroes living it, amongst normal people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point too. Is um in a world where I'm not saying like a Chicago's like a Chicago um style event where thousands are dead happens a lot, but like I mean we saw that the Flaxons came in and I think they said several hundred died from that. So mm-hmm. it, it will be interesting to see how the world reacts, like Eric said, because you know, obviously to us that's really traumatic, but if it happens in a superhero universe, is it going to be as traumatic as you might think? I don't, I don't think so. Cause the Flaxons came in, killed hundred people. And that was, that was that maybe the Chicago being like a lot higher of a death toll will mean that it'll be a more substantial event within the universe, but who's to say, you know, Eric, yeah, what's your rating? True. Uh, I would rate this episode a 10 and so not because i not not exactly because not exactly because i liked it a lot better than oh my god (laughs) (laughs) 
You're a fucking child. I know. Uh, but yeah, not exactly because I liked it more than the last episode. I, I think they were, for me, they were on par with each other. But I will, g- will give this episode a 10 because it's a good ending to me. I, I, I think I felt really satisfied uh, with the ending. I didn't, I didn't, I don't think they, uh, they pretty much tied up all their loose ends. Uh, they opened it to where, you know, we're looking forward to the uh, next season, but we're not like waiting on anything. We're not waiting on anything uh like say say mark just like they they say they did just like find mark on the mountain yeah uh, at the end of, and that was the end of the episode ending. it wasn't yeah. an ambiguous ending they they it, they it wasn't gave, a cliffhanger yeah i would have been oh i would have been so fucking upset with the cliffhanger but i, I really liked the it ending like i was <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god, the <laughs> fucking god of cliffhangers. Dude, they are on so bad at that. <laughs> they, oh and, my god. And you know, one of one thing to help play into that is the fact that in a lot of the first season of shows, they don't necessarily know if the show is gonna continue beyond that. Um True. and so in a lot of ways, in order to make an effective first season, you have to leave it so that there's not gonna be a whole bunch of cliffhangers. If if it's like a show that they don't know is going to be going for two to three seasons, right? right. Like they only found out that this was going to have a two and th- season three um, after I think halfway through the season. So they made eight episodes and <clears throat> I think you're right. You know, they did a good job um, sort of finishing this arc. You know, this is like a definitive end. Um, with, and with that in, like with that in mind it, it makes sense it's why it ended like this like if they weren't sure this could be a one shot like yeah. it, it could have easily just been a, like a one shot like just one season and that, that was it and I, I feel like I would have been satisfied with that of course I would have been wanting more but I think right. I would have been satisfied with this just as a standalone season uh, I think uh, Avatar uh, Legend of Korra they they kind of fell victim to that to where um they kind of wrapped it up in the first in the ending of the first season and then yeah. they got signed on for another season after that one was over so they had to basically come up with some new shit or yeah you and, know and with Cora Cora was such an interesting um that was such an interesting show because Nickelodeon never really knew what they were doing with Cora you know mm-hmm. they're like all right we're gonna revive Avatar the last airbender um and then they did season one and then season two, you know, was like a whole new take and they, you know, went other exactly. places. And even season three of Korra was like, that felt like the end. And then there was another. And, yeah. you know, like, I, I think a lot of times it's such a weird thing now with um, the way that you good. Yep. And then um, Mike when you got a call. <laughs> I don't know how to mute it. I don't know how to mute it that quickly. Uh, but uh, oh, hey, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> yeah, I started this pod, podcast man. shit. That's the pod, bro. <laughs> Signing off. Uh, that is the pod. Yeah. Big so, ups to X Dub. Hey, wait, what was one more thing. About to say? Yeah, what's they about to say? Alex, you can go first. Go ahead. No, I was gonna ask <laughs> what you got to say. Like that's oh. all. I was... <laughs> so oh, okay, but was that? whole thing broadcast so the whole world knows the nights are coming the whole world yeah yeah okay well we don't know wait what oh wait wait what are you talking about are you you talking about the the fight 
they the helicopters know that he's got his ass beat. <laughs> yeah, but the helicopters don't. They only got like the first part, right? They didn't follow. They didn't follow the carnage in Chicago and then the mountain. So they know right. that Omni Man yeah. fucked up Invincible, but I don't know if they, if the people know the extent of Omni Man's treachery. But when they were fighting that kaiju, so I wondered that they pick up all that audio when he told them about what Viltrumites are. So do the people know? Well, that was that Cecil's. Over? That was Cecil's audio. So Cecil for sure knows, but I don't know if the news knows. Uh, yeah, I doubt they release that to the public. That's probably right. isolated with uh, Cecil. Why would they do that? That would just cause hysteria. Would you well, not want to know? <laughs> would you not want to know of why Chicago would, got destroyed? Of course, I would want to like, know. The people, the people would want to know why Chicago got destroyed. Like, I'm sure they they're would. gonna have to come up with something. Yeah, I was gonna say. I feel like they're probably yeah. No, I doubt it. Or like I doubt they're gonna tell them the truth. Yeah. And then, then they see, uh, oh boy, get killed again by Omni. Oh, the immortal. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Bro, chop the man in half. Where is man. he? <laughs> I fucked with the immortal. I did <laughs> Me too. too. It's I like mean, pure so rage. The world is going to yeah. be skeptical of Iron Man now. Eric, just you wait. You really gonna fuck with the immortal soon? Maybe they might be skeptical of all superheroes at this point too, because they might not know who to trust. Like you know, I, I was kind of wondering that too. Like, is there gonna be a superhero fallout? Mm-hmm. Who knows? That'll be. I don't know, but when they was having lunch or whatever, and uh, Mark was like, "Can we talk about something else?" And he was like, literally, this is all that anybody's talking about. So who knows what they know? So, yeah, yeah, true. But yeah, that's the first season of our podcast, y'all. We ending it. Uh, we, I, I think I speak for all of us. We really enjoyed watching Invincible and coming here to talk about it has been pretty fucking dope. Uh, next season, we will be talking about the animated Netflix series Yasuke. Uh, a Japanese American original net anime series loosely based on the historical figure of the same name. Uh, it looks pretty dope. I, I think I've watched one episode so far, so I'm coming into this one new. I've only watched one episode, so Me too. Uh, I'm going to follow the episodes as we progress in the podcast. Uh, Marcus, you've only watched one episode as well? Is that what yeah, yeah. Uh, y'all haven't watched any, have y'all? I haven't watched a single episode. I haven't watched any. Okay, it look it looks fucking dope. I, I I honestly can't wait to get into it. But other than that, uh, y'all can follow our official podcast Twitter. I believe it's uh, let me Probably see. Tapped in. Tapped at, in. Tapped po- in. At tapped in pod. Uh, tapped in podcast Twitter. Go ahead, go follow us. Uh, for updates and also. We've been dropping uh, the video recordings of our pod, like the video recordings of our new uh, Zoom Zoom meetings. So y'all can go and watch that on YouTube. on YouTube. What's the YouTube? Uh, podcast formerly known as Tapped In on YouTube. Just uh, go ahead and search that. You can see our stupid fucking faces uh, and enjoy that. I think it adds a, you know, a little bit more of the comedic element. Uh, but yeah. And That's big ups it. to X though. Big ups to X Dub. Big for ups to X. Thanks coming for coming on to the through, pod bro. today. And thanks uh, for having me, boys. And yeah, providing his takes on J. Cole. Always welcome. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. You're always welcome on the pod, my brother. You know what I'm saying? And that's it. That's Fuck Chet Hanks. Man. 
Hey man, fuck shout him. Out, shout out to Rory Raw or <laughs> Maul and Rory. Shout out to Rory. Oh, shout out to Rory and Maul, man. Hey, yeah. free them. Free Show them you them. a skis ball. I want my four. Hey, hey y'all should hey. y'all should look up the API and Crockett uh like Joe Budden impression of him like uh firing them. It's fucking funny, dude. Oh my god. Crockett, oh my god. Is, oh my god. Crockett is having uh some funny shit lately. He's been quiet for a while, but recently he was making fun of that Kevin Samuels dude. I saw that. Yeah. That shit that. is fucking yeah. hilarious, the, dude. Him and Spice Adams were making fun of Kevin yeah, Samuels oh versus uh Dr. Umar. Dude. It shit's funny as fuck. Spice, I fucking love Spice Adams. That dude is hilarious. Spice is hilarious. Yeah. But yeah, stay tuned to episode nine with our first episode on Yasuke. And who knows what the fuck our topic is going to be. We ain't we ain't figured it out yet. Something might I'm happen. I'm going to pick something. It's going to be crypto. Oh, crypto. Is that what it's going to be? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. The yeah. first topic is going to be uh, the crypto, the state of cryptocurrency, which might be different from what it is today. Um, in the first episode of Yasuke. All right, y'all. Tap in and peace. Peace. peace.